like twin sons on a womp rat's tail. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. And happy May the 4th, everyone. The holiest of holidays is here. Welcome back. I'm Kyle. I'm Carlos. And this week, we are celebrating what we love about Star Wars by talking about the state of collecting. And we're not doing it alone. You know, Corey is obviously taking this week off and, and chilling out. But we've brought in a ringer to help us talk about the state of collecting from the fabulous Sandcrawler podcast. Welcome to Tumbling Saber, Mr. Mike Tarkin. Thank you, boys. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, it is a pleasure to finally be on Tumbling Saber. This is awesome. Long overdue. Absolutely. I mean, I've been listening to you guys for years now and just living vicariously through you and Dan and (laughs) the guests that you guys have on to talk about. It's, you know... Tell me if this is relatable to you. When you tell people you have a Star Wars podcast and they're like, what do you talk about every week? And (laughs) I'm always like, are you kidding me? Like with all the news and the comics and the movies and the show, I can't like, I can't fit it all in. Yeah. (laughs) And so you're super niche and you still find a way. I can mention Star Wars to family members 10 times a day. Just, it's just there. It's always going to be there. Mm -hmm. So there's never something to talk about. Yeah, it's crazy. Even it's, even in collecting, as much as that'll drive you nuts sometimes, it's always worth a conversation. So Well, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I've had a lot of I had a lot of explaining to do this weekend, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Corey will uh, Car- Carlos will be taking the Corey role this week in that it will take an hour to get through the collecting update. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not as bad as one would think. Uh, because there weren't as many speed bumps as as there there have been in the past uh, on this uh, the most holiest of weekends. So right. uh, it went it went pretty smoothly for me, and uh, I uh, was able to uh, to get pretty much everything that I wanted done, and and a little more. So uh, very nice. That's what awesome. about you, Kyle? How did it go? Um, I thought I, I came into the show. I'm like, well, I got nothing, so it's gonna pass real quick. But then I realized I was lying. Uh, earlier in the week, <laughs> earlier in the week, I received a package. Which you know, I, I people always buy me Amazon gift cards because they ask me what I want for birthdays or Christmas, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't need anything. Have you seen my house? It's jammed with Star Wars <laughs> stuff, Marvel, DC. I don't need anything. Well, I'm just gonna buy you Amazon gift card gift cards then. Great. I'll buy myself something I want at some point. So I emptied that gift card this week. I bought the Rise of Skywalker vinyl to kind of complete Ooh. that soundtrack collection. And nice. it's, you know, it's, to me, it's the weakest of the soundtracks. But, you know, you got you to complete the set. Yeah, so, absolutely. And so I did. And, you know, um, you know, I just keep racking up the vinyls that I don't really listen to. <laughs> but they're, they're a neat little <laughs> slice of collecting that, you know, of course, we'll talk about collecting all the live long night here. But yeah, every quick, it's, quick, it's, quick, quick. Uh, uh, other than the uh, OT, what is your favorite soundtrack? Is uh, it the Phantom Menace though? Yeah. Okay. Criminally yeah. underrated. Uh, no, I wouldn't even. Yeah, maybe. I think it's because it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to compare with with the OT, right? Like, but once you take the OT out of the equation, I think it becomes. It's a legitimate question. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's underrated. I, I like Revenge of the Sith a, little, a bit better. It's a little darker, but um... oh, it's close. It's yeah. I mean, it's 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 not an. Oh yeah, Phantom Menace. Easy. It's uh, it's Phantom Menace, but Revenge of the Sith is nipping at its heels, and and then I guess I guess after that would be 
I don't know. I, I still haven't figured out what I like about the sequel trilogy music yet. Yeah. For, for Well, for me, the best score of the three is the first movie. It stands on its own be... the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 For sure. Too much, too much of the greatest hits in the, the next two movies. I didn't like, I didn't mm. like it, but well, whatever. Uh, anyways, a little side tangent there. It was fun. <laughs> Had to do it with the vinyl. Had to do it with what you just got. So we tangent. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time Nathan and I tangented for about 45 minutes on the X-Men. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Good anyway, time. that was a good time. I enjoyed that. Um, Mike. Yes, sir. How's your collecting been? Oh man, uh, let's see. Well, um, I I have pre-orders up the Ying Yang, which is <laughs> which is brand new. That that's a new thing for me. Um, starting with let's see, Bespin Escape Leia back in the fall. Uh, I've never done so much pre-ordering. It's 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 a relief and it's also terrifying. Uh, you're talking about having some explaining to do. I thought all of these deliveries would be spaced out once a month. It looks like they're probably all going to be in a three week period. So we'll Uh see how that goes over, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm sitting on pre-orders mostly. So I've actually been lately, I've been hitting, uh, Facebook marketplace just for, I I've been, um, I really love the, the Jedi Starfighters. Yes. Um, and I've been trying to, they're, they're super expensive, you know, uh, in this secondary market and all that, but I've been just, just randomly, I picked up, uh, Anakin's, uh, yellow and gray, uh, sort of, well, it's not from clone wars, but it's, it's that episode two, right. Arrow shaped yep. arrowhead shaped chip. I think it might be from Tartakovsky actually. Um, I got that for three bucks, uh, in a local <laughs> ad missing the canopy cover. And I didn't know when I got the thing home that it actually separates into two separate vehicles, which is super cool. So I got that, uh, two, let's see, no, I'm going back No, maybe three weeks ago. Uh, just last weekend, I overpaid for a couple of snow speeder cannons. <laughs> um, so for the first time since the eighties, the, the snow speeder that my brother and I had finally has uh, weaponry. So it looks great in my, my echo base setup. And then, um, what did I just pick? So yesterday, uh, you know, you'll in Facebook marketplace, if you use it, you can kind of save, right. Save certain ads. And I'm just, I just like to keep an eye on some of them. Some have one thing. Some of them is just, I'm just curious if you're actually going to make that kind of money on, you know, whatever item you think was worth a million dollars. But this guy had had a couple vehicles and a carrying case for, I want to say 40. What did I pay yesterday? Yeah. For 40 bucks. And the one thing that caught my eye was uh, it's Obi-Wan's episode three starfighter. Hmm. Um, With the hyperspace just, ring? It doesn't have the hyperspace ring. It's oh, that's episode the, two. He's talking about the attack on Grievous' ship at the beginning of uh, episode three. Right. Right. Okay. You've got, oh, okay. You've, you've got the, the astromech at the side there. And um, so it was like 40 bucks and it's like, I'll have to keep an eye on that. And uh, looking yesterday morning when I got up, the guy dropped it to 15 bucks which that's fantastic considering I only paid three a couple of weeks before for that other one, but he dropped it for the whole ad. So I got, I got that Obi-Wan ship complete. Uh, and I say complete cause I already have one missing the canopy. So now I have a sort of a backup to, you know, do what I want custom or whatever. So there was that it was Obi-Wan's episode two ship again, minus the 
the hyperspace ring. Uh, and it's incomplete, but I already have one anyway. So again, something else you throw in the box for photos or customizing or whatever. But, uh, and then the other thing was a, uh, 90s era C3PO, uh, carrying case. So the guy had dropped this whole pile from 40 bucks down to 15. So I picked those up, uh, yesterday morning. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's pretty much, uh, being in Ontario as I am, we're in the middle of a lockdown right now, so I can't get to Walmart, can't get to Toys R Us. So if it's not somebody down the road in an ad, I'm pretty much, uh, you know, not, not getting too much of anything. And then as far as things I already have that I kind of took the next step on, um, I had the, uh, the Reese vintage collection figure from that Jabba's palace set that I'd been holding forever. And I finally took him off the card on the weekend so nice to have a loose version of that and then uh last but not least today uh i've been hoarding power of the force 2 admiral akbar figures for different projects and uh today i took one and uh painted it and made it into uh one of admiral radis's uh aids from oh, nice. from rogue one so it turned nice. out really good i'm really i don't do this very well i'm not much for painting but uh, it looks really good i'll have to uh I'll get a picture of you guys so you can see so, it. so so then you are much for painting if it looks good you did the job buddy yeah well yeah let's say that sure i guess <laughs> <laughs> i don't enjoy it though oh my god it's oh, no, stressful to me yeah yeah my, you, my, you, my, you get the, the cortisol sweat yeah yeah mike must have been a hockey player at some point in his life just deflecting credit no 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 <laughs> it's not, no no it's not me i i didn't do well my teammates did well that's right i'm just here to help the team and the good lord willing things will work out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I close my eyes, I shoot the puck, the and it goes in the net. I, I don't know how I did it. Yeah, right. okay, bud. <laughs> Just, you know, got to work hard and, and keep up the yeah, look, keep yeah, up work the hard work, work and, and, and do the right things in practice. And, That's uh, right. Uh, keep the legs moving. <laughs> short shifts. <laughs> Never bang the wife, the coach's wife. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys watch Major League? Anyways, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, this being the holiest of holidays. Yes. Um, uh, Mike, did I did I cut you off the knees there? Were you done? Uh, no, I was going to tangent into NASCAR, but it's it's fine. <laughs> Five hundred miles of left turn. <laughs> I got to say the uh, the uh, Penzo Motor Oil uh, Chrysler performed very well for us today. Uh, anyway, uh, cut that. You know what though. <laughs> Say what you will about NASCAR or its fans. I have never been so hooked on video games as I was with a NASCAR game that I rented once and mm. a fishing game in the same weekend. Holy moly. They were so addictive. <laughs> you were high. Yeah. No. Okay. No, no, I, no, no. It's just, it was, it was so much fun. I, I, can't, I can't even tell you how much it was to, how much fun it was to play NASCAR video games. Right it on. was a blast. <laughs> Um, all right. So again, this being May 4th, when this pod drops, we are going to be treated to the Bad Batch. The 70 minute special is airing today. And I wonder, let me ask you guys, Carlos, I'll ask you first, is that all we're going to get on Star Wars Day from the Mothership? Or is there going to be some sort of tease or announcement of something new coming down? I'm hearing hmm? that we may get some images from the Obi-Wan series. No, that's what I'm hearing. Hmm. Because apparently there's been a lot of uh, fight training uh, over the last two weeks between uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, and uh, Hayden Christensen, and we may see something from the Obi Wan series. That's that's what I've 
heard uh, from uh, not the most reputable uh, sources on uh, on YouTube, but uh, <laughs> is it Mike Zero? No, 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 de- no, but definitely not the trash. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I'm expecting at least one Disney Plus, maybe trailer or um, uh, you know behind the scenes footage uh, thing leaked on the, the Star Wars channel uh, on May the fourth. I hope so, man. What do you think, Mike? Is mm. is are they going to let us focus on Bad Batch, or are they going to oh, just man. distract us with another carrot? Well, we've got we've got Bad Batch. We've got uh, Hasbro has a live stream uh, that morning. Toys R Us has a live stream that evening. So, you know what? The way the world is right now, while it wouldn't surprise me, I also, you know, it could just. They're just going to focus on all the, all the deals and discounts from all their different suppliers and that. So it's, I know I haven't heard anything, you know, so, but that would be cool. I mean, we've also seen uh, a lot of the Cassian Andor uh, set photos. So maybe Mm -hmm. we'll get something, uh, you know, maybe just an update in general, but. uh, It would be nice because they have it. What? Four shows in some form of production. It would be nice to see like official. Uh, behind the scenes photos from each right just like, like it's to see you in costume or to see yeah. cassian in costume you know this all these characters to see them sort of doing their thing all dolled up star wars style um i think i'd fall over dead and then go watch oh, Bad Batch. that's that's good enough for me all right um guys i think you know that's that's kind of it we can uh tiptoe into the waters the crazy waters of collecting here <laughs> we did this for i mean we had a good decent chat last week about collecting maybe a half hour and uh it triggered an idea that you know what let's have a we need a deeper dive into the world of collecting and uh here we are a week later we're doing a this big state of collecting podcast <laughs> insert fanfare yeah yeah exactly no i'm not gonna do that i'm not editing i'm not doing it all right so let's let's dive into this and see where it takes us but one thing that i think we have to say about collecting and and the way we're coming at it is from the perspective of a vintage collection and black series under the hasbro umbrella and uh with with the star wars lego series and and that's not to say that's the only veins of star wars collecting that you know those three things don't constitute all of star wars collecting but i think it's fair to say that those three lines and specifically the Hasbro stuff is really the barometer of, of the health of the collecting market. I, I feel like that's, it's fair to say, would you guys agree? I would say it's probably the health of the, um, the state of Hasbro, uh, is directly in line with the health of collectors, uh, more so than collecting in general, because Lego has, is always consistent. Yeah, uh, whether the products are good or not is a different story. You know that you're going to get two, three waves a year. You know that you're going to get probably twenty sets in a year, new stuff. Uh, you're going to get a couple of UCS, sets. so you know that you will be getting something. Whereas with Hasbro, you're going to get stuff, but is it coming in a vintage series? Is it coming in the black series? Uh, are they going to, uh, you know, are they going to give us characters that we've never had before? So it's and like. How is the production going to be? Or am I going to actually be able to get my hands on the things that they're making? <laughs> Whereas Lego doesn't have that. 
and uh well for, for the most part so uh yeah i would say that hasbro the health of the collecting or the collectors in general really stems you know circles around what hasbro's doing yeah there's such a big you could throw funko in there with lego too as far as regular releases and yeah new characters and that sort of thing yeah yeah, I was going to say maybe books, but that might be a little a little bit different. Um, they're not obviously mutually exclusive, but I don't. I, well, I don't know. I guess people collect books, right? But uh, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Rick, uh, Rick, Cor Cor Rick, Corey has thing. Corey has six thousand bins of, of things <laughs> that are meant to be read that he's keeping in boxes. Right. So. That's a collection. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think where the I, th I think Hasbro collectors are the loudest. So if that's any indication, Ooh. you know, have you have you seen the Lego YouTube? Uh, no, community? actually, I haven't. No, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, worse worse than uh, worse than Hasbro. I don't know if it's worse. It's just yeah. a different kind of scum and villainy. I would say. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's just I mean, no matter where you go, there just seems to be no pleasing Star Wars fans. At right. least. I don't know the last time everybody was happy at once. I, I guess it would be, I don't know, end of end of Mando season two. Was that the happiest Star Wars fandom has been since 2015? Yeah, I would say since yeah, 2016, so. probably. Yeah, yeah, maybe for Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, five years. Four, <laughs> wow. four year, well, four years at that point. The year was 1977. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not even because the toys didn't come around till 78. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny because you know, seeing all these people complaining on Facebook, and it's, I you know, I'm I'm part of a couple of Facebook groups. Mike, I think you're in, at least in the same vintage collection group that I'm in, it's the Vintage right. Collection Canada group, and it's it's not such a lively group right now. There's not a ton of things going on, but when there when it is lively, most of it's griping. I f I feel like, right about something, mm. and and I think when you drill down into the crowd that gobbles up the the six inch and three and three quarter scale stuff i that you you find mostly people who either grew up on the ot or the prequels and merch from those trilogies always sell well um while like the sequel trilogy stuff and and standalone stuff has warmed pegs well except for mando i mean you, you can barely except, yes yeah get a sniff of mando anywhere yeah and, and i think as we've moved forward Hasbro has tweaked their algorithms, matrix schedules. I don't know what you want to call it, but man, oh man, they, those early years of collecting under the Disney umbrella, it was just, you could find anything on the pegs months after it came out and then yeah. see it on blowout at some point. Yeah. It's a completely different ball game now, but again, like in 15, 20 years from now, when we you know when sequels trilogy stuff, you know, when the kids who 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 grew up with the sequel trilogy are in their twenties and thirties, and they have a cache of their own, I think you'll see sort of a revival of that stuff. But for now, like boy, if you look at uh, you know, uh, Action Figure Four One One, which is sort of a, a site for collectors to kind of price or gauge the value of their collections, and you go right down the list of <laughs> on the Black Series side of it, OT prequel. That stuff holds its value. Most of it appreciates. You look at the sequel trilogy stuff, it's almost every single one took a huge haircut. It's bizarre. So, so are you telling me that there's a chance that I should stock up on those $4.88 Snokes for 15 <laughs> to 20 years 
to try to turn a profit on that thing? Well, you, you never know. You, uh, Mike, have you uh, gobbled up a bunch of those Snokes, peeled off those beautiful golden robes and stuffed them into little jars to make little Mando dioramas? <laughs> <laughs> I have... I think, well, I have them carded. I have them, I think I have two spares basically that I, I popped the heads off and used on other figures. Cause it's a, it's a great looking head sculpt if nothing else. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I made my, I've been making my rounds to Dollarama since, you know, the force awakens figure started showing up, uh, you know, at the, the dollar stores. But um, I mean, I think the, the, you know, like you say, it's the, the OT and prequels are selling. Whereas, sequel stuff not so much well and it's you know i i love all the star wars movies but you know we all know the what the sequel movies you know sort of brought to whatever star wars fans collecting whatever and you know like the complaints kind of go hand in hand with that um you know people weren't digging the prequels and you know back in the day and phantom menace you know they just over built oversold that you know that kind of stuff where it it pared down by the time episode two came out so i think it was the same idea where they came out full tilt with force awakens and uh by the time the other movies came out it became you know less and less toys based on the one before but for for action figure collectors um it, like the force awakens like a, a, a great selection of figures uh, as far as characters and even, you know, background characters, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, but think, I think the problem for a lot of the hardcore collectors was the articulation. In that, those. Yeah, and not only you that, know. like some of the face sculpts were brutal. Like, right, yeah, like the Podamerans <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, and Ray, yeah. I mean, Ray, Ray didn't look like R-E-Y. Ray looked like R-A-Y. Right. <laughs> like, it just, it didn't, yeah, it, it didn't really uh, capture um daisy ridley yeah uh, at all and, and i think about complaining about especially the first two sequels about oh you know five poa that's you know that's a step backwards uh and then i think about how they i think they basically went well then for the rise of skywalker how does almost no figure sound to mm, me? yeah you know so it's you know that sort of thing but i think uh i, I think not only not only is it people not responding to the sequels for, you know, whether they don't like the movies or whatever, but I think it was just sort of the, the, the turn that Hasbro took where they took those two steps back as far as articulation, because I, I mean, I, I swore when the force awakens merch hit was I'm not getting the five POA stuff. That's, that's not, those aren't helpful to me. And I have most of them because you know, it's a, it's a disease and yes, <laughs> it's, it's, and you're going to buy what you got to buy. Heroin. Yeah. So, you know, it, tur it turns out the crimson was it? What's, what is the crimson crimson Corsair? Is that his name? Yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. Like him sitting at the back of my spare cantina, just standing there. That's fine. He looks great like that. I don't need him being able to do the splits, I guess, but uh, <laughs> that, that's what I think it, it, you know, the, you have to embrace you have to embrace the the movie first before you can sort of embrace the line. And that's actually, you know, one of the big complaints when they relaunched the vintage collection um, in what, 20, 2017? 20, yeah. Yeah. Um, was I think Hasbro thought, uh, oh, we're, 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 we're moving ahead with, you know, 
air quotes, the most popular line ever, the vintage collection, but then gave us that first wave that came up with so many repacks, right? It was, we went from the, the 3.75 black series to vintage collection and we got Ray and Kylo and just repacks and they weren't, those were, those were peg warmers and Hasbro's going, but vintage collection, but collectors were going, but we have them. So it's, <laughs> we got them at Walmart, dumb dumb. Yeah, not with, you know, not with yeah. those cards though, not with the cards, not with the cards. But apparently, there's enough people that still want something new that, you know, which is this is collecting, right? What's what's the actual reason? We don't know. <laughs> Someone like me, where I'm primarily primarily an opener, uh, that first wave, I, um, I probably bought bought about half of them. And then ended up opening them at some point, you know. So can we? Uh, can, can we, Caillou? Uh, let me take the the wheel here. Yeah, of course. Uh, since you you talked about uh, being primarily an opener, uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what do you feel? We had this discussion last week on the show. Um, we talked about how uh, Hasbro's doing away with the plastic uh, in most of their uh, um, all of their packaging actually right. for twenty twenty two. How do you feel about not being able to actually see the characters uh, before you buy them? Well, that's, that's a problem. Like I was talking about sweating over all these pre-orders and, you know, lately that's pretty much how you're going to get figures is ordering them online. And I'm probably about 50% as far as a figure that's in great condition and one that's got, you know, goofy paint apps, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. to not be able to see it at all, that's definitely scary because you always want to be able to get it in store where you can choose right between, yep. you know, which one looks better. So, I mean, I don't, I, I applaud them for getting rid of plastic, but ah, there's got, you know, well, they're not, they're getting rid of plastic in the packaging because right. they're literally selling plastic. They're selling plastic. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but it's but plastic yeah, like that it's, we'll never let go of. It's never right. going to be trashed to us. It's, <laughs> it's never going to be in the ocean. No porpoise is going to die because Paul Dameron's in his blowhole. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's all going to be packed in our coffins when we die anyway. So, but you know what though, the, the, saying that, like if we're all, if we're buying pre-order anyway, then we're already buying sight unseen. Yeah. You know? So like that's, I bought a, a great, uh, yeah. I, I bought a Bespin Han uh, at, was it at Toys R Us? Did I get it? Yeah. Cause I finally, there's nothing to buy. So I finally bought a, a Bespin Han and looked amazing. And I thought I need another one for another part, another one of my displays. So I ordered one on Amazon and got it, you know, like the, the hair, the hair paint app stops halfway up his head, that kind of thing. So, I mean, yeah. I guess if we're doing pre-orders, we're already buying it sight unseen. Right. So question, uh, since you're openers, what do you do with your boxes? Um, the cards I, ha I hang on to, I'll throw the bubbles out and hang on to the cards, uh, until they just take up too much room. And then I usually toss them, oh, which could, okay. which could, which could be like five years from now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I just get bored with them. Um, if it's a vintage collection, I think I've kept most of my vintage collection boxes. I've broken them down. I don't know why I'm keeping them. <laughs> mm. That's the question. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they, you know, it's, they, they look amazing. And, uh, like, again, like they're, they're, they're hidden because it's, they're just boxes, you know, it's not like they're on display. Um, I have from the old, vintage collection line. I, uh, I cut out the front of the, the Luke X-Wing, uh, box and I actually framed it just, you know, to do something cool. Yeah. But, um, same thing with those boxes at some point, 
I could see myself recycling them because they're just they're just boxes, you know. And when I say I'm primarily an opener, I probably have a hundred carded figures. <laughs> but you have like ten thousand opened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a ratio of like one to ten, right? And I'll just yeah. open a figure out of boredom. Like I mentioned that Reese, um, I tried selling it. I, I've got an older version and it's I'm fine. You know, he's in the cantina and I'm fine with it. And out of sheer boredom, I took it down off of the uh uh, marketplace ads. And I'm like, I just, just want to open it. So I opened it and that's what I always, hey, you got to, you, yeah, just, you just need that gratification. This, the yeah. smack of opening up a, a, a toy. Yep. That's, that's literally what it is. Yeah. Is there a market for the box? Just the boxes for people who want to keep their stuff in box. And let's say they, they got something that was beat to shit. Beat. Um, yeah, maybe, you know what I, I, you will see empty boxes on eBay, but, uh, as far as how they, how they sell or don't sell, um, Okay, so that's not something you dabble in. Not at all. Not at and, all. And what what about uh like you you talked about the wonky uh the 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 hair paint uh on on Han. Uh right. like is there a market for for those types of uh uh misprints and uh you know mishaps, let's say? I don't think so. I think they're more of uh just like an oddity. Uh if you think of uh oh geez, who was it? Was it Crate Luke or was it like Luke and his white robes were all, I mean, even Mark Hamill was tweeting like, you know, look at this guy's eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think it's more of just, I think at the end of the day, when you're spending, you know, especially up here, 18 bucks for one three inch figure. Um, no, yeah. I think you want it to look good no matter what, you know? Sure, sure, sure. All right, cool. No, I just wanted to, cause we talked about that last week and, uh, uh, Corey had mentioned that, you know, um, I just drew a blank right well, now. Corey, but like, Corey's a, a an inbox collector, and he's inbox inbox. Like the boxes he buys go immediately into a bigger box, and then into a, a, some cubby that onto a shelf, right? Yeah. yeah. Not no, not right. even. Like he's 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 got nothing. He's just you know topsy turvy times for him, but nothing is displayed for Corey, and he just it comes right. home from the store, it goes into a box, and he stores it away in his mind. At some point in his life, he will. Uh, display all this stuff, but it will stay in box. He's he's a yeah. hardcore inbox collector. Uh, he likes the way it displays, but it's 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 also because one day he plans to retire off this stuff, which <laughs> which he's never going to sell anyway. <laughs> like, which exactly, he's never going to yeah. sell, and that's the thing, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'll pass it down to my son. Our kids are all going to live in tiny little condos. They're not going to want this stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Corey's pretty much building a time capsule. Right. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, that's fine if he wants to. If it gives him happiness at this point. But I was just, I was just wondering because the Lego, Lego is primarily completely different. Well, not completely different, but it's, it's. I think its main purpose is different. Where you actually want to display the piece, uh, if it's right. a display piece, and there are actual literal play sets uh that the, the value is actually taking the stuff out and building it and and you know playing with the minifigs and and that type of thing so it's 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 a different it's it's a different wing of the yeah. collector spectrum um and uh well and you, you know like we talk about like anything's a focus right if you if you love well i like i i own six admiral akbar figures you know, if you love Akbar, you'll rescue him. That's what, you know, Jake from our show, uh, he's a Kenner, Bespin Luke. He'll, he'll rescue them whenever he sees them. Mm. Um, I was smart. I'm a rebel fleet trooper rescuer. So nice. when that Tan of, Tan of four playset came out, I was all set. Yeah. But, um, 
like anything can be a focus. The, <laughs> have you guys seen the latest are, and apparently they're called Chad's. It's the, you know, you have an unpunched uh, action figure card, right? Where the, you know, the hole that you hang it on the peg. Yeah. Uh, people are collecting the Chad's. No. Those actual. Yeah. Which, okay. you know, okay. That's, um, that's your thing, I guess, but <laughs> that's, that came up, uh, that came. Yeah. That's, that's what a, I that's got. A, and it's that's Chad's. a deep dive niche kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I was asking about the wonky paint. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody out there that wants to see Han look all jacked up. Like, right. So Give I'm me just, how many stupid looking Han Solos I can get. I'll take them. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah, can, yeah. Yeah. I could see that for sure. I don't know. It's funny. I was just, uh, it was just, I wanted to hear your point of view on that right. because uh, I think everybody has their own, their own opinion. And I, I haven't heard of that. I know there, it exists in Lego with Miss Prince on minifigs. Okay. Um, right. Um, but uh, not so much in the in the, uh, the the black series line. So I was I was just curious if uh, if you had heard anything about that. Uh, yeah, I think people will collect anything they can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they just got to rationalize it, you know. Um, but as far as in box, like I said, I have carded figures, and the most I'll do is. You know, I'll get one to uh, one on a card and one to open because I can't trust myself. <laughs> you got to protect yeah. yourself. And and I've cheated a few times where, like, so I'm I'm a well, you guys, may, I'm a huge Rogue One fan. So as they've been coming out on the new vintage collection, I need one carded. I have to have one carded. And I've been cheating a couple of times where the the Darth Vader vintage collection figure is such an excellent looking figure. When it came out, I thought, well, that's an easy buy because it's cool. And I've got, you know, I've got 30 Darth Vader figures. I won't need to open this one. Well, I opened it and yeah. I even, I cheated. I put an older one back behind the bubble and taped it up. And that's what's on display. Is <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I've done that a few times just to save myself from having to spend almost $40 just on two figures, you know, but yeah. generally for me, just looking around my room, I've got, I mean, you know, there's the odd, you know, like there was the snow speeder loop that came with that, uh, Hoth board game. Um, I bought the board game for the figure. I don't need the retro Luke on display. So it's carded, but you know, for example, I, I got at celebration Orlando, the 40th anniversary X-wing Luke Skywalker. Um, that thing is in an acrylic case and will never see light of day because it's incredibly special. It's to a grail me. piece. Apart from that though. Yeah, exactly. You know, but apart from that, no open it. Cause I'm all about playing with this stuff still. I don't care if I'm 53 years old or whatever, you know, Amen. it's meant to be played with. So, well, yeah, I, I want to go, I want to backtrack here. And so I, I want to lay something down on, in terms of the Hasbro stuff. And then Carlos contrast it with the, the Legos or compare it and contrast it with what's going on with, with Lego. So in 2015, when we first started getting slammed with one wave after another, as you know, TFA came out, we had a huge full court press of toys, and then Rogue One followed a year later, another full court press of toys, and the result was this massive overlap of uh, like peg warmers for a couple of years, and I think I don't know if if Solo is sort of that or Last Jedi is that sort of line in the sand point. I think more Solo than episode eight but i think hasbro at some point reconsidered how they did things because now figures are way harder to find and and like sometimes entire waves just don't come to your area and, and mike you talk how that's kind of driven you to uh the pregame thing uh the pre the pre-order thing 
Yeah, right. I think, but, but I think it's it's a mix of both. It's it's actually it's the um, the proliferation. Look, I work in I work in shipping, right? So um, we noticed a huge uptick in e-commerce. So is 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 it because the people are ordering online because they can't find stuff in stores, or is there less stock available in stores because more is reserved for online? Chicken and the egg, right? That that's I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure that it's that it's one or the other. Like I, I can't say, but I, but I, I do know that there is a huge boost in e-commerce. Uh, I see it every day in my truck and <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know if, if it's the, um, the, 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 the stores uh, reserving their stuff for, for online, as opposed to keeping them on the pegs because the pegs, they, they're paying rent on that space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And when they're empty, it's not good. No. Yeah. And yet, whenever I go to a Star Wars, like I went to a Walmart and a Toys R Us today, just specifically because I knew we'd be talking about this tonight. So I wanted to say, ah, yeah, I went to go check out what was going on. It was brutal. Walmart, mm-hmm. all the slots for Black Series were completely empty. And they had just loaded up this week and they were already picked completely, 100% clean. So they had the Bo-Katan wave uh, with Asajj Ventress and two members of the Bad Batch and the elite clone trooper that the full black clone trooper right gone all of them gone and beneath that is where they pegged the vintage collection all they had was about eight or nine paplus that's it and it was it was so depressing so i hopped over to toys r us next and it's the section is full but it's full of junk like yeah it's it's, uh, if you want to if you want to is it Jana? is that her name from Rise of Skywalker. Yep. You can army build her right now. Black oh, yeah. Series. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It was Rise of Skywalker wave black series. So I can still get Ray. I can still get Kylo. There are still Poe Dameron's from Last right. Jedi there at this particular Toys R Us. Yeah. You know, there's a huge swath of, of peg space for those little Galaxy's Edge build-a-droid type things. Right. And there's like a big Mandalorian kid costume sets. Yep. The and little, the little, to- the the treasure chest. Yeah, right. My son, we got my son that for Christmas. But my God, like, how many do you need Toys R Us? This, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's really yeah. terrible. And yet, so I, I call twenty twenty the year of the pre order. Man, those little indie shops got so much of my cash, and they're gonna keep getting it because it's the only way I can be sure that. I pro- will probably get something. Nobody's canceled on me yet. And I, you know, I've had to, the trade-off is I've sometimes got to wait yeah. uh, a lot longer to get the stuff, but I'm okay with that. A, to deny Walmart the money and B, Beautiful. just to make sure I get it. Right. Well, and then we have the added bonus of a world pandemic and yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I, you know what you might, I think you're, you're on to something though, to say that they've sort of straightened out what they're releasing um, obviously, like we said before, the Mandalorian, I don't think they could do any wrong with any character from Mandalorian. We're still waiting for so many characters from the Mandalorian, but yeah, like you think of what's sitting on the shelf still from a movie that's what a year and a half old. I've lost track how old Rise of Skywalker is. Year but, and a half um, and, and three, three plus. Yeah, with, with Last Jedi. And those are the kind of things like those the ones that are sitting there are not all of a sudden going to have a resurgence in popularity. You know, they're going to sit there forever and ever and ever. So yeah, it feels like the the you know it's less releases, um, more pre-order than anything, 
And like, I still, I've never been a, like for, for as many figures as I have, I like, there's a phrase I've been using a lot, which is like for 20 years, I've nickel and dimed my way to, you know, a pretty big collection. I don't buy a whole box, uh, you know, a whole wave. I still cherry pick. And it's like, well, if I can only get this, if I buy the case assortment, well, then I guess I'm not getting it because I don't, I don't, I got to have a need for, for the character before I buy it. Um, but I, I'd say I've probably pre-ordered 50% of what's on the way between now and probably what July or August, I think is where we're at for pre-orders mm -hmm. and like, they're all, well, I'll say most of them, a lot, most of them are sort of important characters or cool characters. You know, I think the only, really the only bust that I have on pre-order is, uh, is the gaming greats heavy, heavy battle droid, which is like, I got, I have a son that grew up during the clone wars era. Like we have, we have all the battle droids we'll ever want, <laughs> but I'm grabbing that one on a card so I can have a gaming great on a card, you know, but, uh, um, like it's, it's, yeah, I think you're on to something as far as how they've sort of trimmed back on the, on who they think is going to be a hit and then isn't. And they're concentrating more on new characters from Mandalorian and like the gaming greats and stuff like that. They're sort of easy repacks, but people like the last, uh, the last big uh, live stream that Hasbro had, I think people responded mostly positive to it. Yeah. You know, Aside because, from the, the, the side scroll of no exclusives. Right. <laughs> People were happy with the reveals, but they're like, God damn it. Exclusive. Yeah. Target again and everything else. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, that I think you're on to something to say that. And you know, the characters that they're re-releasing like the Hoth Luke. Well, I mean, it's, it's Luke Skywalker. Come on. I mean, I ordered one because there's something about uh, a second scarf or something that you can swap out. And it's like, well, I'm on board for that. That means I can, I can do something different with them, you know? So that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's, that's a fair point that they're maybe straightening out. Yeah. So I, I think it makes before, the you know? brand. I mean, I guess it's a double-edged sword because empty pegs make the brand look bad, but so does right. the same figure swinging from the peg for you know 18 yeah. months. That, that yeah. that's not a good look either. So right. I don't know if they're still looking for that, sweet spot or if they think they've found it i yeah. don't know i, I mean don't they yet. talk about they talk about their uh the re-release waves right and well we have to have those out for the casual collector and it's like what's it how can you be a casual collector in this in you know in this day and age right with empty empty pegs at walmart and you know two three-year-old product at toys R Us? how could you be a casual collector <laughs> so yeah. i'm not even sure if that if that is even a factor anymore so but, well, um, so Carlos, when it comes to Lego, yeah. have you noticed that sort of demarcation point where something changed at a certain point or has Lego been, st I, I feel like Lego has been steady and that they've always got their act together. Uh, well, that's going to depend on who you ask. Uh, people have, um, their ideas of what Lego should be doing, uh, as opposed to enjoying what they're making. Um, there's been, uh, uh, the past couple of years, a huge outcry, uh, from certain subsects of, of fandom wanting more clone war stuff. And there was the whole, uh, 501st battle pack campaign, uh, which, uh, you know, last year at this time, they, they, uh, they unveiled the 501st Legion battle pack. Um, and that was purely based on fan uh interaction and fans using the hashtag we want a 501st battle pack 
Um, so, so battle pack, battle pack is in just multiple figures. Uh, well, about yeah. So a battle pack usually is uh, four figures and a build or two. Uh, okay, a small, small little vehicle. build or two. So we're talking they, when they first came out, they were like ten bucks, uh, and then uh, they moved over to fifteen. And this was uh, four five five oh first troopers, actually three five oh first troopers, a jetpack trooper, and two um, uh, battle droids with uh, the uh, ART and a bark speeder. Right. Um, and that went for 30 bucks. So it was pretty much considered a super battle pack. Um, but that, that was from fan outcry. Like people wanted it so badly. And um, if you look at what happened, what they did with the first wave this year, uh, re-releasing an X-Wing uh, when last the 2018 X-Wing was still on the shelves. Uh, they made a smaller version uh, at a smaller price point, which you know most people were happy about, but then not happy about the size of the build or the sturdiness of the build. Mm. Uh, you're getting 200 less pieces. It's not going to be as solid as something that's bigger. Like it's just normal. Um, same with the uh, with the Tie Fighter. Uh, they're using the same Tie Fighter cockpit window. But the wings are smaller, and the separation between the body and the wings is is, is smaller. So they're calling it the chubby tie, <laughs> right? Like, and uh, I, I have three of those, by the way, sealed in box. Um, <laughs> chubby. So that, that sounds like that just sounds like cost cutting again, right? Like, yeah, well, but it's it's not just cost cutting because three years ago people were complaining that tie fighters cost ninety dollars, right? So you you can't have it you can't have it both ways. So now right. they're give, they're giving you a forty dollar Tie Fighter in the U.S. fifty Canadian, okay, and so you're getting the Tie Fighter. If you want a Tie Fighter, here's a Tie Fighter, but you want the solo Tie Fighter that costs ninety dollars for sixty, and they're not going to do that. Right. They need to make money. So th there there is a disconnect between what's a subsect of the fandom wants, and everybody always wants that that golden 10 cents per piece ratio uh, without taking into consideration the size of the pieces, whether it's a vintage print or, or, or um, um, not a vintage, but what am I looking for here? Um, Legacy? Uh, no, just like a, a, a brand new print on, on a figure. Like, oh, we want arm printing on Vader. Like, yeah, well, guess what? That, that increased the price of the set by a dollar. Right. Just r right there. So it's like... You you get what you ask for, and then you have to you bitch about having to pay for it. Like it's it's a little you know. I think um, you know I'm a, I'm a little deeper into the Lego game right now, so I I, I see more of the uh, of the the discord between between fandom and and the company itself. Um, whereas I don't see that much uh, from Hasbro. I'm, I'm pretty much I hear it from you guys. Right. And um, so, yeah, no, it's it's not all rosy on, on, on Lego side. Like people kept saying that the first wave, first of all, the first wave was split into, into two releases this year. Usually it's one wave in January, one wave uh, end of April and May, and then another one in August. And if there's um, there's a movie coming out, then they'll, they'll release something in, in September or October. Okay. So this year there's only three waves. And they were split up and they were saying like oh, the January wave of uh, Lego Star Wars was complete garbage this year. Like obviously hyperbole uh, needs to be in the title of your video, right? Like, 
but but uh, th there were some cool things like if you look at luke's uh, uh red five the the one that they just released in january like you get a general dodonna right and you're getting the leia that was only previously available in the tanta four so it's like yeah i meant exclusive figures by the way before when i was jumping over my words uh not vintage but exclusive minifigs in sets oh, okay yeah yeah uh so just there, there's there's a lot of like i want this and i want it now and if you don't give it to me you're garbage like it's there, there's no like um there's no in between but i have to say that lego does drop the ball when it comes to certain things if you look at kylo ren's uh shuttle from the force awakens looked nothing like it looked in the movie now you could blame Lego or you could blame Disney for giving not giving them complete plans or right. or fully fleshed out plans for what the ship actually looked like. Um, but they came back and they re-released Kylo Ren shuttle and it's glorious. It's gorgeous. I didn't buy it because it doesn't fit with my theme. Or most of my theme. Yeah. <laughs> but uh which yeah, at the so end of the day, that should be. You know, I think a lot of people the the crying and complaining. You're not you're not you're not sticking up for the greater good. You just want what's you know you just want what's going to be on your shelf. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly, yeah. exactly. And a lot. Let's. I'll be honest with you. And I see this a lot. And I see it a lot more, especially in the Lego collector uh, groups, uh, Canada groups on Facebook. Like a lot of the people complaining about the price of things and about uh, what they're offering. Oh, I'm not going to get that. They didn't. They didn't throw Captain Rex in the set. Right. Like. I'm looking at your profile and like you work at AW, you cannot <laughs> afford this. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Just right. stop. <laughs> well, like, when, when when Hasbro announced the uh the general Merrick X Wing with the exclusive figure, oh. me you know, there's you know, top five reasons why that's a great idea for me. You know, it's Rogue One, it's an X Wing, it's general, like it's just you literally just could have put my name on the box. I wanted that thing so bad. What are you talking, you're I, talking about Blue Leader? Yeah, Blue Leader. Beautiful. Like, just, you know, thank you. You know, where were you in 2016? But, yeah. you know, this is awesome. And I posted, uh, I did this little meme on when, when that came up, which was, uh, you know, hey, you're getting an action figure, dude. And I posted it in the, um, uh, the Vintage Collection Facebook group. And, you know, almost any post, you'll get 8 million likes just because there's so many people in it. And I swear to God, it was 99% either positive, a lot of comments. Like I was, I was shocked. I was just trying to make some light humor, but the, the like 3% that were meh, it's a repaint. Why do we need this? And it's like, Come on, man. it's an X-wing fighter, dude. And it's a different color yeah. than we've ever gotten. You know, that's why we need this or that's even why, I mean, I will say, yeah, it would be great to get it a uh, single carded, but uh, you know, like you were saying how they're not just just going to drop the price because you know because you want them to but in this case the the last x-wing we got was for rise of skywalker was luke's red five and it was geez guys what was it up here 150 bucks or something yep. stupid like that yep. um, Ridiculous. so for us us retail it's the same price as it was uh the, the new one's going to be the same price so 100 bucks us but it comes with uh, a carded general merrick figure so same price but a much better value mm -hmm. still people complain and i think that's just you're on the internet you get to you know you get yeah. to say what you want and you guess but, what um, if it was 80 you still couldn't afford it so stop yeah. whining like yeah you know i i have it i have an issue with that like it's I, i'm i'm not i'm not saying like 
I'm not like the uh, the uber capitalist here, but I mean this is this is where we are now, and we kind of see you like we we sure you know like it's it is what it is. And was I happy that R two D two UCS set uh, is not labeled UCS and cost two hundred seventy dollars? Not really, but I wanted it. I've wanted that set since 2016. I've wanted them to re-release that set, and I finally got it. So guess what? I paid what I had to pay. Uh, we're gonna get around to my my May the fourth uh, May the fourth haul. We didn't we didn't do it at the beginning here, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it's it, it, the price is the price. You either accept it, yeah, or you do what you got to do to you know. It, it's not sure human you... rights. It's not healthcare. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's fun money and it's a hobby and you know like it's you know it's funny like the one thing like on 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 the sand crawler we've although we go off on our rants about you know blah 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 state of the union at, at the heart of it it's like dan and i almost don't have the same conversation because i'm i'm all about three and three quarter super articulated uh dioramas world building i don't i don't need the vintage collection i just need the quality of figure that they put on that card yeah. i don't care what they call it anymore and, you know, whereas Dan, um, out of frustration in, in, in the four and a half years we've done the show has probably made a right hand turn every year, you know, going from a <laughs> huge <laughs> Funko pop collector to, <laughs> to Funko pop black series, vintage collection to Funko pop black series to, you know, and now he's, you know, he's the power of the force guy right now. He makes me and, feel better uh, about myself. Uh, well, you know, I mean, like, it's funny because like, like, like I said, like I nickel and dime my way, like I. I, I won't buy something because it's expensive. I am sweating over seventeen ninety nine retail for an one action figure. Yeah. You know, yeah, you but know, the thing you're, you're going to hate why. where Look, I go next. I, I like, <laughs> I like, see? I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like, I, 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 the seventeen ninety nine doesn't scare me. It's the hundred at seventeen ninety nine yeah. that I, I end up wanting to buy because I bought that first one. That's right. the scary part. It's, it's the volume, and not the the actual price of the individual uh, yeah. action figure and th that's what's scary right yeah absolutely 100%. yeah yeah for yeah. sure because so the, the price is only such go a, one way it's such a personal thing it's almost like um um you know polls or fan polls or whatever really can't be honest because you know you're speaking for yourself um you know do you want random x-wing pilot or cantina dude I'm going to go with the X-Wing pilot every time because that's my thing. Yep. That's what I love more than anything. You know, it's not practical. Uh, you know, it's not what the collecting world needs, but, you know, it's my money. So why can't I get what I want? And I think, yeah. I think sometimes that, that, that echo chamber is a lot of that where it's, well, this sucks because, you know, it doesn't fit what I want. Well, yeah, okay. it sounds it like a lot of the suck. movies it's just complaining about want. the movies. That's yeah. It didn't do yeah. what I wanted to do. It sucks. Right. Look, like last year, Lego actually opened up a fan vote for uh, an up and, uh, upcoming uh, UCS set, and it was between the Republic gunship, the Nebulon B medical frigate, and <sighs> the TIE bomber. Right. Uh, and uh, obviously, I voted for the TIE bomber. And the because you're a TIE fighter guy, right? That's I'm a your... TIE. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty much my that's pretty much my focus. And so I voted on the TIE Bomber. I've, I, I've been wanting a TIE Bomber for so long. It's been rumored for so long. Uh, I have the original one with the, the blue and, and uh, black uh, color scheme. 
And like, yeah, the, the Republic gunship won. And I'm like, I'm not getting that. That's what the people wanted. I'm not going right. to complain. Like they yeah. won the fan vote. And Lego's like, we're going to make the Republic gunship. They're probably going to make those other two eventually, but it's just which one they were going to put out first. And that's the Republic gunship. Yeah. Great. I'll wait. You know, yeah. I lost 140 pounds. I'm going to be around for a while. Like <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> so I'm going to wait. And, right. uh, but, but like, I'm not going to whine and, and cry about it. And when the Republic gunship comes out, Oh yeah. Oh, if, if it would have had, uh, if it would have had commander Cody, I would have bought it. You're going to buy a $300 <laughs> UCS set for one minifigure. Come on, man. Yeah, get out of don't here. be, don't be that way. You know, like it's just, it is what it is. And, yeah, there, there's and let's be honest though. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put the cards on the table here. We're gonna say what it is. It's only normal that we get childish behavior when we're talking about toys. Mm-hmm. Well, I, this is where I want to go next. Like, are kids still buying figures? Right? I think like, parents yeah. are buying them for their kids. Like my kids don't clamor for them. We go to the store. My even my son, he's not like he'll ask for plenty of things in the store. But he's not tugging on my on my shirt sleeve saying, buy me the Star Wars figure. He's not asking yeah. for that. And so, you know, I, you know, I have a buddy with uh, like my, my kids are my kids are 26 and 23 <gasps> next week. Dear God. Um, and I have one buddy who's got uh, his son is maybe in grade one. Sorry, Jax. I can't remember what grade you're in. Um and they're they're at the stage I was with my son back in the you know mid mid two thousands, which was they're both into it. They you know both go to the store or whatever, and they both come home with something. But yeah, I think generally it's it's how many kids are discovering it. You know, when I was a kid, my parents didn't discover Star Wars for me. It's something I discovered, right? Yeah, and I, I don't think that really happens anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, like my my kid it's didn't have a, a choice. Time, right? Like, he, yeah, he, my, my exactly, son, yeah. I have a, a a power of the force from the the, the toy line from the nineties. I've got I don't know, must have one hundred and fifty figures in the box that I just don't have a place right. to display. So I've said I've given it. I'm like Carter Harley. This box is for you guys to play with all these Star Wars toys. They don't touch them. They did for a yeah. a short while when it was new and it was a novel thing. But now they just sit, and I don't know what to do with this ginormous box. I want to display it because there's so many. But you know, that's, ship that's a whole them to thing. me. Yeah, it's a, ship them to me. Is the shipping fee going to be worth it, Mike? Really? It's a I'll big... meet you. I'll meet you at the Ontario Quebec border. <laughs> that's that's a good deal for Kyle. He's like 15 yeah. minutes away. Yeah, <laughs> I literally need one Akbar right now so I can give the uh, the aid here a, a friend. But yeah, there you go. So, I mean, look, and I think Hasbro might also be thinking the same thing because they dissolved the the three to three quarter five POA, and they yeah, gave right. birth to the uh, the kid friendly five inch Galaxy of Adventure line. And so they're yeah. they're looking for a way to recapture the youth market. I don't know if it's working. I have no clue if it's working. But I all I know from my experience is that. My son might play with action figures for a couple minutes and then put them away. What, what he wants and what I think the trends say is that he wants his, you know, apps. He wants, he, they want mm-hmm. interactive stuff. The the yep. static figures, whatever. So I don't yeah. know what Hasbro is going to do going forward, but I think they see the writing on the wall and their two biggest lines now are geared towards us as Black Series and Vintage Collection. 
and it, it's aimed at an aging group of people. <laughs> it's because yeah. look, we we actually go out and look for these things. Whereas kids growing up, why did you want GI Joe? Because you saw the cartoon on TV and you saw the commercials for the toys. One might right. say the TV show was an ad. It, yeah. it definitely was. 100%, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ninja Turtles was literally, let's make a show so we could sell these things. They all were. Transformers, okay. G.I. Joe, all of it. <laughs> well, no, G.I. Joe existed ad. before. G.I. Joe existed in the 60s and 70s. So it was it was a lot older. But but um, it just, the, the, the idea now is like kids are streaming, uh, using streaming services. They're uh, uh, watching sh- uh, stuff on YouTube. They're not getting the toy commercials that we got when we were kids. So they kind of don't know what they want. Or yeah, unless you're, or, unless no, you're watching or, a cable channel, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, but the, the family they're not, channel or whatever. Yeah. They're not susceptible to the marketing of a company who's telling the kids what they want anymore. Right. Now the kids want what they want. Well, because yeah. they have so many more choices than we had and not that we were hurting for choice like we had a lot of stuff to play with as kids yeah my kids your kids carlos my god do they have the like dozens of things vying for their attention and it all and to a degree all of it works because they're i'm into this today i'm into that tomorrow i'm in uh, dc marvel star wars today and Roblox, uh, everything comes and takes like, it's like watching fish eating the food at the top of the aquarium. Like everything, <laughs> they all come by and take their slice. All these brands, there's so many now. But in talking about the, uh, Hasbro aiming squarely at collectors now, and we talked about the, the, the remo- removal of plastic. I wonder how that's going to, A, affect the the 40th anniversary line for Return of the Jedi that's coming up in two years from now. Mm-hmm. It's, they're, I, we talked about this last week, but I think, and Mike, I think you'll agree, they can't just ditch plastic for that line. I don't know if they'll make an exception, but they, they have to have the six-inch carded figures to match what they did for A New Hope and Empire, right? I guess, yeah. you know. <laughs> you would, but, I remember I mean, being shocked when they got away from the black and red black series boxes and you know had the special white ones and all that and they've yeah they've oh boy and and well for, and further to that like what is the f- future of vintage collection right like the whole allure yeah. of vintage aimed at aimed at collectors is the look right and so if you're taking away the plastic bubble like what is uh, the unless they plan line? on re- like is like we were talking before we started uh that there was an article on it are they getting rid of it or reducing it their plan is to get could, rid of. They might get, compromise. So, right. Because I was going to say, even if they had, you know, if the most important thing on an action figure is the paint app on the head, maybe that would be, you know, would be in a window still. But yeah, it's it's so wild to even. I mean, how would that look? You walk into a store, that would look like a video game, <laughs> I would think. You know what I mean? Just a, a cardboard box. It would look like software. Um. Yeah, or would they end up? Would they end up looking like the uh, the Star Wars comics where they do the uh, the vintage right, the vintage inspired covers? Are they going to look like that? Where it's a picture of a figure on a bubble? Hmm. Huh? I don't know. Because <laughs> you know, that's going to be interesting whole, for sure. A, a sunny revival of of the vintage collection, and people are fi- out there fighting for them to keep it going and keep the, the the line vibrant. But if you take away the vintage look of it, what happens for an opener like mm-hmm. yourself? 
who cares? I mean, as long as you can see the product inside and make sure you're not getting the janky paint job, big deal. Right. You just keep, you just move on with your day. But yeah. For those... Like I was super excited when they relaunched the vintage collection uh-huh. um, for, for the same, you know, all, all the nostalgia and blah, 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 and all that. But like I said, at the end of the day, being so frustrated with, because now what you get with the vintage collection is Hasbro, Hasbro sort of gets to keep, um, they can, they can say we can't do multi-packs. We can't do battle packs because they don't fit the classic, uh, aesthetic, right? There was never a vintage collection battle, or there was never a Kenner vintage battle pack, right? With five figures or whatever. Right. So they get to say, you get single cards, uh, an occasional three pack and vehicles. So. I, that got old fast for me when I realized, oh, we're never going to get, you know, five pack of 501st again, or, you know, rem- can you imagine a five pack of remnant troopers right now? Oh. Like oh. they could just sell them by the truck full. And so I'm, I'm, I support the vintage collection. Cause that's the, that's, I have to, that's the only line there is, but I could, at the end of the day, I could care less what they call it as long as it's you know, as long as it's a good looking figure. So if, if getting rid of the plastic and the whole world goes, Oh, well, I've been buying them online anyway. Well, if that, if that revives things a bit, then, you know, I guess maybe so be it. But, um, I, at the end of the day, you just want the characters, you know, you want new characters and that's, that's what I want to collect. So, (laughs) yeah. So we talked about removing plastic being one of a big change for 2022 that they look that looking at doing, they seem committed to it, but the other, and I only learned about this a couple days ago, but uh, the whole thing, it's all of it is go undergoing another price revision and we know which way they go. Right. So yeah. what I, what I heard, and this is, this is the Canadian pricing, but I've heard that there is going to be the corresponding uh, price, price hike in the U S so black series figures are now at 32 99 a piece. Canadian. Canadian. That's going Yikes. up again in August of this year to thirty three ninety nine each, wow. which is that's a you know it's a three percent hike. It's not the end of the world, but vintage collections going up, and that already did. I can hear you <laughs> deep sigh, Mike. <laughs> yeah, because oh. that that's when that came out. That was in, in twenty seventeen. Were they already at seventeen ninety nine, or were they a little no. lower? Um. Oh boy. I want to say 1499. Cause I have a distinct memory. So there was that brief moment where three and three quarter was, was called black series. And it was on like a, uh, I think it was like a tie fighter helmet sort of inspired card. Uh, and actually I remember picking up one of my favorite guys, uh, Dutch Vander at target over in Michigan and they had it for 1299 us. And I thought, what is this world coming to? And that was what, six years ago now? Yeah. So, yeah, I want to say probably 14. What are we at now? 17, 13 or 14.99, I think, when it relaunched for, it sound, for Canada. That sounds right. Anyway, whatever it is or was, it's yeah. going to be 19.99 a figure. Good God. Yeah. 20 bucks for a vin- single carded vintage collection figure. And I think they're 14.99 in the US. That looks like it's going to go up to 16.99. Right. Which it's, it's, Wow. It's getting hard. It's Which get- their black series were nineteen ninety nine, right? So at one time, so that's even that's even creeping up to what black series used to cut. Like it's crazy. Oh man! And that really that even now, um, you know, distribution and whatever uh, whatever else aside, I simply can't afford to buy figures like I used to. No, 
Um, one of my favorite new troopers was the um, the range trooper from Solo, the guy with all the with the fur shoulders and all that. I have one vintage collection. The rest are those five POA ones because I could not justify spending fifteen plus dollars to e- even army build three, four, five of them. And that hurts when you're looking at, you know, you're looking at the new movies and you want to represent them on your shelf and you can't because, like, <laughs> how do you how do you spend that kind of money? And on, well, you on, wonder where this is coming from, right? Obviously, Hasbro wants to make money, and they mm-hmm. are. And you know, there was a couple of years where there was a dip in in Hasbro's performance with regards to Star Wars collecting, but that day is gone. Like it seems like it's after twenty twenty was a big year. They've sorted it out, and I think they've they've figured out what works for them. But the other thing is that bloody licensing fee that right. Disney hangs over Star Wars. Like Star Wars is their big one. You know, when you look at the six inch stuff for Marvel, it's not the same price as, uh, as it is for, for Star Wars. Right. Or maybe it's kind of Marvel by, stuff just seems so now. much better value. Eh? You get, yeah, you get the build a figure thing. You yeah might get more accessories, but I think it may have caught up by now. In fact, I'm pretty sure it has like the legend. Now the legends figures, the X-Men stuff is, is 32 bucks. So it took a while for oh, it okay. to, to catch up, but those, those licensing fees are absolute murder absolute murder and that if disney wants to get more (laughs) more cash out of this all they have to do is squeeze hasbro a little harder right and well you know what that's that's hasbro's problem and that's disney's problem as far as i'm concerned so if that if that creates a situation where you know what i think might be ideal uh they let that agreement run out and action figures aren't a thing for a couple years and then they they relaunch or something you know um Everything, everything, yeah, we know this, everything goes up in price. Star Wars figures were three bucks when we were kids. So, you know, there's nothing you can do about inflation, that kind of thing. But whatever their reasons at the end of the day, if I can't get, you know, Rise of Skywalker, the three, fi- the, the, well, at least the two figures I wanted more than any were Poe and Finn in their, you know, their new look for episode nine, their little adventurer looks, you know, and I don't, you know, your, your business model is your business model. Eventually it's going to bite him in the ass, you know? It's yeah. It's so bizarre so. to me that they, they just completely walked away from that movie. Yeah. There was a couple of ways to support it, but they left, like you said, they left Poe on the table, uh, Finn, so many characters just, yeah. Eh. You know, and how could they get to this point and, and still not have produced, um, like Luke and Leia in training. Right. From that, like, God, how quickly would that sell? And again, how that, are those not day one, like freaking in a two pack, like people would buy those. And you know, I don't care if a two pack doesn't exist in the vintage collection. Like, think about it. You're leaving money. Yeah. You're leaving money on the table. As far as that goes, Oof. where's, where is, uh, 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 Dryden Voss from solo. We never got him in three and three quarter. Yeah. My solo display is villainless. <laughs> You know, which is another crazy thing. You don't have a Beckett in there? Uh, Well, I do have Beckett, but. It's Woody. Uh, Woody. He wasn't the villain to the very end. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Woody. Yeah. (laughs) Is Woody ever really bad? Even when he's killing people by the truckload? (laughs) Nah, come on. It's Woody. Such a good movie. Oh, boy. But uh, yeah, like it's, it is, it's expensive and all that stuff. Well, sorry. So is paying a mortgage and 
car payments and everything else. So if Hasbro, you want to keep raising the prices at some point, people are going to go, I, I can't do that anymore. You know? So yeah. Like I at some know. point people are going to, you know, for this price, you know, yeah, I, maybe instead of buying five little figures for a hundred bucks, maybe I'm going to look at something a little more upscale and I'll right. walk away from Hasbro entirely and get something a little yeah. more classy. I don't know. Hot but, toys or, or whatever. Uh, Maybe, maybe. And and then, and then what happens when people decide to get out of vintage collection or black series and flood the market, the secondary market. Right. You know, that's, I'll be waiting. (laughs) (laughs) But that, you know, sometimes that's not always a good look either for a brand to see people just blowing out their stuff. Yeah. But also, yeah. I mean, like Hasbro has promised, um, with, with the razor crest coming out in the fall, uh, if, if that, if you back that, um, you know, they've promised sort of all the characters that interacted with the Razor Crest, we will be getting. So A, like for real, like what's your definition of every character? <laughs> and second, when when can we expect them? Because we're going into season, you know, it'll be season three at the end of the year. And we still don't have uh, Quill, for example, uh, even an announcement on a Quill figure for Vintage Collection. Right. You know things like that, or you know, grief carga in episode uh, season one, not season two. So there's even what they've been sort of hinting at and saying, and then, well, yeah, but are you know, I'll believe it when I see it, kind of thing. You know, yeah. The 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 only sure thing so far has been the Razor Crest, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Here it is. Do you want it? You can order it. You know. So I bought my Lego one and then ended up selling it for a profit. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't end up keeping it. Lego appreciates once I, like once I saw it destroyed in the show, I was like, oh, that's gotta go. <laughs> yeah, that hurt. Oh my god, that hurt. Yep. That I'm excited for oh, it. I'm boy. excited for it. Yeah, that hurt me. Ugh. I I'm I, I am excited for it. Like I Mike, I don't I don't know if I ever I don't think I told you this, but like last year I was on Serb the whole summer the whole 2020. Oh, okay. And of course they assaulted us, right? With with every bloody toy in the world last year <laughs> and so i put myself in a fair bit of trouble because if you don't get if you don't pick them up you leave yourself open to, to having to pay secondary market prices and that yeah. can be a bad bad deal for you yeah so I, I bent chance. over backwards and when they announced that Haslabs razor crest I, I gotta have this thing i gotta have it right <laughs> so i ended up selling a ton of my stuff Right to, to fund the purchase because I just couldn't justify it otherwise, but it worked, and so I'm waiting until August. That's you know three four months away. Yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on that thing. Whew. I bought a I bought a glass top round table from IKEA. That's just just waiting for it to to, to park it under there. I can't wait for that. Oh, it's nice. So it's, uh, I yeah. I don't know either. Either they blew that thing up so <laughs> so out of the blue, so like one and done, like it happened so quickly on screen. Either either someone's going to give them another one and it'll be razor crest two, or, uh, you know, slave one's going to end up being his new ride. And that lets, that lets Hasbro re-release slave one yet again. And, you know, who knows, but I, I I mean, regardless of the fact that it got destroyed, I'm, I'm super excited for that thing to show up. Yeah, no, Um, look, it was part, part of it was a joke. Like, uh, right. like, you know, selling it because it was destroyed in the show. Right. I had bought it and I never built it. And I was like, where am I going to put this? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't fit on my shelf. Uh, I already anything. made it an exception for the slave one and the ATT, uh, sorry, the ATAT. And, um, someone's got to give, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I still collected that. the points. 
So uh, the Lego VIP points, which bring, brings me to my Lego haul <laughs> for May the fourth weekend. <laughs> Put your feet up, folks. <laughs> so so it, it literally, uh, I had the plan, and uh, I, I think the plan went off almost without a hitch. Um, I was in contact with the store. Uh, they were literally holding on to the pre-orders of Darth Vader's helmet, the Scout Trooper helmet, and the probe droid, uh, which were um, uh, released on, on April 26th. Now, I could have picked it up on April 26th, but the May the 4th weekend started on May 1st with double points. So I just needed to make sure that if I collected them on May 1st, if I'd get the double points for those products on May 1st, and that was the case. So I woke up Saturday morning, I, I got ready to go to the store, and then I checked online, and lo and behold, uh, Monday to Friday, they open up at 11, but on Saturday, they open up at 10, and now I was going to be late to the store. <laughs> I, I wanted to be there at opening. So I actually emailed the manager <laughs> to see if he could leave me an R2-D2 uh, on the side. And uh, he never ended up getting back to me. So I, I rushed uh, I rushed to the store. I got to the Lego store, um, and there was a lineup. This was the first time I've been in a lineup. Obviously, they're only letting seven people into the store at a time, right? Um, oh, true. Yeah, right, right. But e even it, even... In normal times, I think they would have blocked off the front door just to make sure that they weren't bum rushed. And so I completely get it. And I was kind of, I was like maybe 20th in line. Um, and I saw that one of the, uh, one of my friends, one of the guys who were working there was handing out little uh, VIP cards with a number on them. And he never got to me, and I'm like, oh my god, they're running out of the art. Like I, I literally wanted that R2D2 so badly. And when the day started, I had a hundred, eighteen thousand eight hundred Lego VIP points, which rounds off to hundred and eighty-five dollars of bonus points. Wow. Uh, now I had those three sets to pick up, which were a Vader's helmet, the, the Scout Trooper helmet, and the Probe Droid, uh, which uh, came out to two hundred and fifty dollars. For those three sets, uh, I'd already put a deposit of 15 on each. Uh, so when I got in, uh, finally got to the store, uh, I got a, I got one of uh, one of those cards uh, once the line started moving, and I was number 21 uh, in line for R2D2. They had 35 in store. Ooh. <laughs> but, but, but I got there at 10:15, boys. So like, imagine. Uh, the the person who who strolls to the store at, at you know oh it's oh, it just released today let's go check it out you get there at twelve o'clock and it's gone like that's right. it's craziness. <clears throat> so and that, what, how much is that two forty nine you said? No, the R two was two sixty nine. Two sixty nine. Okay. Yeah, Canadian two hundred US. Right. And uh, so I ended up making my first transaction was for the first three. I got the double points. I got the uh, Tatooine Homestead uh, uh, diorama. And the um, uh, Imperial Shuttle poly bag, uh, and I had the R two in hand, but I'm like, okay, well now I'm gonna redeem my VIP points um, to to use them to get the R two D two. But there was such an overwhelm, like the website was overwhelmed. I could redeem the points I already had, but 
for them to calculate what I had just bought and transfer th those points over, uh, it was it was a scary 20 minutes for me to wait and walk around <laughs> in the store. <laughs> uh, I'm like, um, because I mean, I would have got the R2 anyways, and I, I mean, I would have got the points, the VIP points for, for that set regardless. So it, it wasn't that big a deal, but I'm like, I don't want to hang around in this store like right. all day to wait for it. Anyways, 20 minutes later, I, the, the, the points actually... Uh, they piled up in my account. I redeemed those because it's not like it used to be where you bought something and the, the, the points were ready for you to use. You actually have to go into your VIP account and decide whether you want to uh, redeem the points for uh, online shopping or for in-store and telephone orders. Like there, there's actually two different, you can't redeem the points for phone orders and then use those points online. It's kind of silly, but it is what it is. So, uh, I ended up doing that second transaction for the R2 at $60 plus tax wow. for my UCS R2-D2. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and I got a second Tatooine Homestead and a second uh, poly bag for the Imperial Shuttle, plus a couple of uh, little dots, uh, little frame, picture frames, which were kind of cute. And that was my haul. And then by 11 o'clock, my May the, May the 4th weekend was over. <laughs> it was beautiful. Well, it ended pretty well, but you know that speaks to kind of uh, you know that, that that is a successful thrill of the hunt story. And that's kind of where, where I wanted to take this next. Mm -hmm. To me, the thrill of the hunt is almost dead. Like yeah, it's not just, with Lego though. Not with Lego. Like you just mm -hmm. had a good story, and every time I go out and and look for something Lego shaped, I find it, and I can always get Lego. Uh, that's never been a worry for me. And, and when you know something is like, they tell you when they're retiring a set and you get plenty of notice and you can run out to the store and, and grab it if you need it. And if you're lucky, like a few months later, you might catch something at like Walmart or Canadian tire. And like, I think you did with the Y wing, uh, mm -hmm. a while back, like, yeah, you, you, you couldn't get lucky with Lego, whereas it's almost impossible with Hasbro. Like there's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's pretty much impossible. Yeah, and, and you know, the distribution is, I, I, that, you know, that I don't understand. Uh, I never will. But, it, you know, it's led to this pre-order thing that we've talked mm -hmm. about, that which has, in, in a way, like, sterilized the hobby from the, from the fun. Like, going, it used to be fun to go do a trip and say, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to town A, B, and C, and they've got, you know, I'm going to hit three Walmarts, a couple Toys R Us, and a couple other shops that has Star Wars stuff. And you would have fun. You'd make a day of it or an afternoon of it, hitting these different places, go out for lunch and, and just see what you can find and usually come back with something you wanted. Yeah. And it was like, you actually almost had to make a decision because selection, you know, Yeah. instead of, you know, whereas now like, fine, it's new. I'll take it, whatever, you know, instead it's of like actually you, making an informed opinion. Like now, like, and Carlos, you, you had mentioned this, like you, you were in contact with the store manager at the Lego store. It almost feels like you need to know staff at the store to mm. get things like, because they, you can find out when stuff is scheduled to hit the shelves. And there are, there are sites yeah. like stocktracker.ca, which will tell you which stores have which UPC or which SKU on the shelves, how many, and it's fairly accurate and you can head out to that store and get it. I have my my Ahsoka Black Series story from fall 2020 that that, that was a crazy thrill of the hunt thing. Yeah, that was great. And that worked out. And, and the 332nd Trooper where 
it, it popped up on stocktrack.ca one day. All six are there. Oh my God, it's two hours away. No problem. You make the phone call. Are they there? Yep. Can you please put them aside for me? I'll be there in two hours. And you go get them. But it almost feels like you need to now, it's like it's become so tight on the distribution end where the numbers are so finite that if you don't have that edge, you're not getting it. Like it's, it's you're very definitely rare. You're definitely hearing that in the States, especially with, well, Walmart and Target, where it's obvious, you know, employees are, you know, buying it up or whatever. Yeah. And um, they're, or they're, they're notifying their friends before. Yeah. And, and, and they're, they're putting stuff on the pegs before the, 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 what they, what do they call it? Release date or, or the street uh, date. on shelf, the street date. Yeah. The street, uh, the street date. And they're, they're supposed to have 32 in stock. And then there's, there's only 20 on the pegs because they literally just pre-sold. Yeah. Uh, some of those things. So yeah, it's a little sketchy, but it is what it is. I got lucky with that, um, that that Mandalorian skid that came out right before Christmas that had the uh, the carbonized figures and all that, where the two WalMarts in Windsor sold out instantly. Actually, my daughter had called me while I was at work, and she's like, "I'm standing right here," and people are actually taking stuff while she's standing there. And then just maybe about a month ago, I can't remember how long it's been—a month and a half—a uh, buddy of mine that is in um, like a town from. Windsor, let's see, just a little under an hour, and he's got a Walmart and it's in a small town. And he's like, I just saw um one of each of that whole wave. So if you, you know, you're looking for extra figures. So I was able to grab months after the fact a uh, a carbonized dark trooper, uh, death trooper. Um, what's the other one I got? I got that. The remnant trooper. There was a Cara Dune. No, I haven't bought the remnant trooper. I oh, what was it was the Mando though. Oh, it was uh, the incinerator trooper. Vintage collection. Yeah. And they were back in Walmart's clearance for regular price. I didn't get a deal on them. And uh, so yeah, like that. You got it though. Like, yeah. That's, that's, what that's pretty much a deal right there. That was probably <laughs> the last successful like on the hunt that I can speak of in, in 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 a very long time, you know, and it's few and far between. You might get something at winners if, if you have, you know, Oof. if you're there at the right time, that kind of thing. But yeah, uh, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, well, that, that's the whole thing. Hope is not a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might walk into a winner's and stumble into the toy section. Oh, my God. And you find yeah. something. Um, yeah. But, man, like, otherwise, it's it's fierce now. And I feel like that's only started since, like, 2018 or so. Like, I feel mm. like before that, you could just get what you wanted. And, of course, the figures ended up being worthless. But that's not the point. You know, that's really, if you're trying to fill your hobby and, and get the characters and the figures you want, you got to fight for them now. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's honestly exhausting. It's become really, not only has it become insanely expensive and will become even more, but the, the competition to just get the figures is ridiculous. And, and we haven't even talked about exclusives like <laughs> that. Forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Like it. Have you gotten the, uh, the vintage collection Boba Fett, the return of the Jedi one off of Amazon? Nope. Is that so? No, I pre-ordered it when it first came out, and it's—I've never gotten it. They canceled the order before it even came through, and um, you know that's like, that, that hurts, man. I hate that. Well, and th- and then you see, like I'm I'm in a I'm in a border town area. I live outside of Windsor, and you know before it was like, oh, when are things dropping? All right, I'm going to head over to you know Metro Detroit and hit Target and Walmart and and everything else, and uh, seeing people 
not only with one Boba Fett, but two or three, because there's a variant people want to get. And it's like, you people are killing me right now. I can't even get over there. And you've, you've got, <laughs> you're looking for that one little variant. In the meantime, you're buying up everything else just to find the variant. And I'm like, I just want one. I just want one. I'm going to open them. And, uh, no, it's play just, with them as intended. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> What's that? Play, open it and play with it as intended. That's right. Yeah, That's no, right. it's Treat it's it as the toy it oh, is. Oh man, it's 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 yeah, it's nauseating. And like I said, the, the the whole exclusive thing, it's even worse because you you place your pre order and there's nothing worse. I I would rather get like the door slammed in my face than having yeah. a pre order go through only two mm-hmm. weeks later say sorry man, actually we're canceling your order. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that ha- that happened to me a couple of times a, a, a couple of years ago. Uh, with uh, first was uh, Paul Dameron's. Uh, uh, X-Wing. Right. And uh, it happened also, uh, I don't remember exactly when the last one was, but like the one that really stood out to me the most was Paul Dameron's, uh, Dameron's X-Wing. And it, it's it's like, yeah, just I'd, I'd rather it never go through and never have that hope. Like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's, you know, oh, there was an error in the whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you don't have your, you don't, you're not going to get your thing. Well, it's it almost like sucks. they open up the door and say, just take all the orders we can. Just take them all. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll see how much co- inventory Hasbro right. gives us. And then we'll just fill either at random or first come first served. Yeah. And exactly. I had, I had, it was the Boba Fett and we're, we're getting my son, the black series, dark saber as a, as a graduation gift. The force and, effects uh, one or the black, no, the black series one, the black series. one. Oh, wow. Um, he's university. <laughs> so think big. Um, and, Pre-ordered them both, no problem. And then um, <laughs> they canceled them. But first I got a notification they're ready to ship. Then I got a <laughs> notification they're shipping. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting them months ahead of time. And then they canceled them. Unbelievable. So not only did they take it away, they dangled it before they took it. And I have no explanation for it. And when I – I uh, uh, it was Amazon when I was speaking to them about it um, – that's when they went like, yeah, that's not available. And then five minutes later, I get an email. They've canceled the, the pre-order altogether. Wow. So, but I think now it's actually it's at EB game. So I can, I can get it there. But yeah. Like it's, it's, I, I you, it's, it's a running gag on our show. It's the Seinfeld bit. You, <laughs> you know how to take the, the reservation. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how to hold the reservation. That it's, is going to live forever. That clip. Yeah. Right. It's unbelievable. Right. And it's, it's so frustrating because again, as this podcast drops, there's going to be the door is going to open to those uh, Black Series Clone Wars uh, figures. Mm-hmm. Good luck, everybody. And according to Yak Face, there's there's more announcements coming. There's so, going to be a Lego announcement on the fourth about the uh, the Bad Batch shuttle that's supposed to really release on August first. And nice. uh, there was a lot of uh, rumors about how uh, some of the figures wouldn't have they would be unhelmeted. Um, uh, but, uh, no, apparently from, from the leaked uh, images that I've seen, uh, they all have, uh, helmets and hair pieces. And, uh, the only issue might be, and the contentious issue might be how they've colored the shuttle, uh, almost like a sand blue, uh, as opposed to like a darker gray, gunmetal gray. Uh, oh boy. so, so there's, there's rumors <laughs> about how, the ship might actually change colors uh, through the the stretch of the show. Oh, okay. 
Um, but uh, we, we're not going to know that for sure. But uh, on uh, on May the 4th, we're supposed to get an announcement from LEGO about the, the Bad Batch shuttle and the new some of the new releases coming out on August 1st, which might include uh, another of these smaller dumbed-down... Well, I call it dumbed-down, but the smaller, cheaper uh, sets like we got with uh, the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter and the Imperial Shuttle. Well, we're getting another Slave 1. Uh, and obviously, Boba Fett's hot right now. Uh, so mm-hmm. they're they're giving us a... I think it's 70 US dollars. So probably close to 100 Canadian for a uh, smaller, skinnier uh, Slave 1, uh, which I will not be picking up because I already have one. Right. Yeah, you got the big boy already. Yeah, I got the the twentieth anniversary one, which is, I mean, other than the actual UCS set, like that's the best looking one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike, do you do you get in on these exclusives at any point, or are you do you just? I mean, most of the time it feels like they're black series, but <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so no, not no, no. I I've I own maybe twelve black series figures in total. Um, so yeah, I usually let them pass me by. The um, the recent uh, publishing ones were really cool, but they're not my thing. And you know, a few years ago, when maybe they would have been a little less money, maybe I would have just because you feel like you can squeeze it into the budget. But um, no, I gotta I gotta focus on on the scale that I've always collected, just because uh, can't afford to do both. You know. Yeah. But uh, but that said, I mean I. I three and three quarters my scale it's it's like it's it's, like i said it's world building it's kind of tough to world build black series so three and three quarter lets me uh lets me do that over and over again absolutely all right well last thing here before we wrap it up so looking forward how is this oncoming tidal wave of disney plus shows going to change the collecting landscape because prior to 2020 we would get massive predictable waves in support of a movie you know Mm -hmm. a couple months out right you'd get a a huge wave but now we're going to have a, a new star wars show every few months and we know toys are obviously going to be part of the plan for each show so are we going to get more waves more often are they going to be smaller how are they going to do this and i wonder how this changes the face of collecting mm-hmm. um hasbro has sort of said uh there's only more coming as far as new releases and that sort of thing. So I'm hoping that's tied to the, right. The new shows that are coming out. Um, you know, if they have learned anything in the last two seasons of Mandalorian, it's we will buy anything that is Mando related. So hopefully they're taking that and they're going to apply it to Kenobi and they're going to apply it to, uh, Cassian Andor. um, you know, you were saying, what can we expect May 4th as far as new show reveals, you know, like like uh, trailers and that sort of thing. I think I'd like to see three and three quarter support for the Bad Batch. That might be a good indicator on on where they're going as far as collectors, because the Clone Wars back in the day was such a huge line to collect. Like, oh, massive. Just, just endless. And in fact, uh, Jake, Jake Stevens, um, one of our co-hosts, uh, if you go to from forlom to Zuckus.com, he's got an article up there right now, breaking down what we got, uh, as far as single carded figures from the clone wars back in like 2000 and what 2009 or whatever. And so 
that could be a good indication if they treat bad batch even half as well as they treated the clone wars um then i think yay you know yay for collectors but uh if what we're going to see from bad batch is mostly black series and and not much else then you know i don't know i don't know what to say but they kind of have a perfect storm where the show premiere is on you know it's on star wars christmas day so yeah <laughs> you know i've well, again, again, that, Collect this, collections are built on hope as cassie and andor once yeah you know well, and you know looking at this this price hike to 20 dollars canadian you know set maybe 17 Oof. us for for uh or 16 us for a vintage collection figure at some point people are just going to go nope i'm out mm -hmm. or i'm moving up to black series and it, it's it's almost hard to imagine a, it's impossible to imagine a world where there's no three and three quarter star wars collecting yeah like it just doesn't seem it seems stupid when they knocked out the five POA for Rise of Skywalker, right? And it just—it seems—it almost seems like the three and three quarters continually getting the crunch. Yeah, because well, it, I mean Hasbro Hasbro makes more, even though Black Series is, you know, a physically a bigger item. They make what is it? The cost is the same the between the same. Black Series and, and three and three quarters. Yep. So they're why why would they keep going with three and three quarter? They're going to go with they're making you know, way more making off the Black money. Series. Yeah, way more off so. Black Series. It's crazy. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know what it costs them exactly. Five bucks, seven bucks to make a figure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, who knows? But but huh, yeah, they're making so much more off the six inch. It's crazy considering the costs are the, are relatively the same. I I I don't get it. What do you think, Carlos? How do you think on the Lego side of things, this this rush of of Disney Plus content might change collecting? Uh, I think that uh, the waves are are gonna are gonna stay the same. They're gonna they're gonna use their 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 January first wave and their August first wave, uh, and then they'll they'll sprinkle around end of April as they normally do. And if there's a movie coming around, maybe an additional wave in the fall. Um, but uh, they're gonna, as opposed to, let's say, like, if we look at Rise of Skywalker, that wave in in uh in october or end of september uh was completely not completely but let's say 90 percent rise of skywalker focused uh whereas now i think that the waves themselves are just going to be spread out over those different shows um and there's people still clamoring like when when clone wars was released last year and nothing came out in in uh in april uh people lost their minds mm -hmm. completely lost their minds and then we ended up getting the clone trooper battle pack and um or or sorry the 501st battle pack and the aat with uh, with ahsoka in in august and then they're like oh okay well, well we got it but they should have released it earlier like it's <laughs> like you just got it yeah <laughs> um and we're probably gonna get an so another ahsoka uh and rex and a y-wing at one point from uh from those last two episodes um of of clone war season seven and right. you know people are gonna love that and even though that's the, the beauty of lego is that th they'll come they're, they're gonna release another luke's land speeder at one point mm -hmm. <laughs> even though there's been three in the last six years like it's just what they do they're gonna go back to it and they're gonna release whatever they feel is gonna you know bring people to the cash register and that's uh, that's that's what they do. So as opposed to having like those huge waves, like remember the first Force Friday, right? 
that was that was just complete everything force awakens it was it was crazy and uh i was pretty mad that i i i slept on that first millennium falcon uh from the sequel trilogy i was really upset with that and uh, it ended up working out for me because i got the one from rise of skywalker which was i mean no argument just a better model like uh so it, it ended up working out but that's that's what lego does like they're they're um they, they reserve the right to re-release whatever they want right and, and reserve the right to buy it or not buy it yeah, yeah. exactly exactly so yeah. i think that the waves themselves kyle they're gonna they're gonna stay at the same times a year because that's their business model for lego star wars um whereas harry potter releases on june 1st like they have a huge catalog of 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 uh ips there that they're 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 using with whether it's uh, uh dc and marvel or uh you know there's uh they're doing great stuff with lego ideas and uh, i mean if i want to round out my collecting this week i ended up getting the batman 66 batmobile uh but it's already on 60 days back order it just released <laughs> on april 26th right but if you look at that model I, I, I believe I showed it to you last week, Kyle. That that, yep. that Batman sixty six with the plaque, it's it's completely gorgeous. And for a thirty five dollar Canadian set, it's like, stupid. Yeah, stupid. I, I, so I so I ended up I ended up picking that up too on on Saturday, along with the Lego Ideas Central Perk set. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's like it's literally the set from Friends. Right and and all the characters there, and it, it's it's not it wasn't for me it was it was actually for my son's mother like I, I I she was continuously talking about how she was gonna get it and I'm like you're not gonna get it because what's gonna end up happening is the same thing that happened with seven five one zero five the Millennium Falcon that we slept on and I right. could have got it at twenty percent off and I didn't and now I blame you but like this time I'm not gonna let the set that you want you know so I bought I ended up buying the set I bought the uh, and. I bought the the Batman sixty six. I collected the points, and she just e transferred me the money for the central perk. So beautiful. <laughs> so so it it ended up working out. I'm already back up to a thousand VIP points. But anyways, it's <laughs> it, it's just like you got you got to strike. The, the the good thing about Lego is that like 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 I keep saying like they keep replenishing. Yep. Whereas Hasbro is like a lot more scarce. Oh, right? Yeah, it's when it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. So. What what would you guys do if you know Buy Thanos it. Thanos snapped his fingers and, and said <laughs> no more Star Wars? Oh, like if you couldn't collect Star Wars anymore, what, what would you, like? Are you a collector first or are you a Star Wars collector? I collect I think, so much stupid stuff. I would if they yeah, if they yeah. took away if if there was no more new Star Wars stuff coming, I could easily pivot into something else without a second. Really? Thought. Yeah. I, right. I mean, I've got yeah. so much Star Wars stuff already that I could be happy with that i would go okay i don't collect star wars anymore now i collect yeah i go back and do transformers or uh you know what maybe it's time to really dive into gi joe for once or um take a more serious look at comic book collecting there's no shortage of stuff mm -hmm. that i'd love to get into same for me when, yeah. when i grew up it was it was ma mainly uh sports cards uh, right it's another one hockey and baseball major uh, you know in the majority I and um if if Star Wars went away now and uh, I couldn't collect Lego uh, anymore, I mean I already have a watch collection. Uh, you have no idea how many acoustic <laughs> guitars I own. Right. Like, so yeah, I just um, 
you know, and I've had quite a few girlfriends over that time. So it's like, yeah, you know, collecting is a thing. What <laughs> it's about a you, thing Mike? you do. Yeah. <laughs> I Well, you know what? I would probably be scouring uh, Facebook Marketplace and Kijiji because like, you know, you talk about other collections you used to do when I was, a, you know, when I was a teenager, it was, it was records, mm. you know, EPs and singles and rare singles and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But like, I've been collecting Star Wars since Power of the Force came back out in the 90s. And that's really been it. I have other interests, but they're not, you know, they're not like a collectible kind of thing. So I think I would probably just keep, you know, what is in, in the star Wars room. Now I would just sort of, you know, definitely over the last uh, year in the pandemic and having, um, you know, big stretches of time off, I've been getting more into uh, diorama building and, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, I don't know if there's something else I would, you know, collect, collect. Um, like I find Lego, uh, fat, like I've learned more about Lego tonight than I've <laughs> as a, as a collecting hobby. Um, it's, it's fascinating. I, I, we, we, when my, you know, during in the mid two thousands, my son got Lego for a, a good couple of years for, you know, birthdays and Christmases, but, uh, that's all in a bin. You know, it's not even, it's not even stuff that's on display. Like he had an arc 170 and I think he had one of Obi-Wan ships and, and different things like that. But, um, boy, yeah, I honestly, I, you know what? I'd go camping more. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> collecting experiences, Mike, come on. That's right. That's right. I've been collecting experiences, but, uh, yeah, like I, I, I feel like. I've definitely turned a corner as a collector where it's like, okay, you may be faced with the fact that either you, you, you can't keep doing this or you don't want to keep doing this and not as a whole, but as far as picking up new stuff, which is why I'm repainting 20 year old Admiral Akbar figures at this point. So it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And like the, the pandemic is just another wrench to throw into all that because would half of these conversations still be happening if right, the world didn't stop a year ago, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's, there's, there's all that, there's all that crying about what's Hasbro doing and this and that. Well, then you read an article, uh, about shipping crates sort of getting lost in the oceans and specifically Hasbro has been losing shipments. So, you know, hmm. everybody in the States got their Boba Fett, and my Boba Fett's at the bottom of the Atlantic or something, you know? So how much can you, how much can they control? Like, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't care about their business plan, but how much of the stuff, <laughs> you know, what you can't change, you just go along with, I guess. Right. So, and, uh, boy, what a loaded question I just asked myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to wrap up, I mean, there's so much stuff coming in terms of star Wars stories on Disney plus yeah. on the big screen. And we know <clears throat> we are going to get utterly slammed, whatever it is that you collect you are going to be tsunamied with right. choices. And the question is not so much. I mean, it's a two prong question. Can you afford to keep up and can you afford to, can you find it? Mm-hmm. It's two very, very big, important questions that collectors have to grapple with going forward. It's still kind of an exciting time because I mean, the collecting space is evolving for sure. Uh, it's becoming less about brick and mortar hunting and more about pre-orders and you leveraging communities to find uh, to find the thing that you're looking for teamwork that kind of thing is becoming increasingly important um 
but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens coming up here. But um, this has been a, a lot a, a lot of fun. I want to try and do this at least once a year, as you know, as as the collecting space evolves and we stay on top of things and 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 keep up keep up with this and and you know once maybe twice a year, touch base and see what we're up to with with regards to collecting and and how Hasbro's treating us and are we are we still into this thing or are we st- we're starting to have that wandering eye effect. But uh, Mike, thank you, man. This has been a blast. Thank you for for making time for Tumbling Saber and jumping on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much for having me. I really, uh, really appreciate it. I always, I'll talk about Star Wars toys whenever you want. It doesn't have to be limited to just my own show. So great to great to talk to you guys. I know Carlos, we talked uh, a couple months back with the uh, the round table, but uh, yeah, Kyle, this is this is better than DMs, man. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So plug uh, plug the sand crawler, please. Oh. Give it a huge plug because I love listening. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got the cinema sets part two all loaded up for my Monday work day. I can't wait to get into that. Uh, but please plug the show and, and tell us where we can find you. Oh yeah. Well, you can find me on Twitter. It's probably the best place uh, at Mike Tarkin. I have many nicknames out there uh, for the sand crawler. Uh, we are your home for action figure therapy and you can find us and all our contact information at the What a great tagline. Yeah. Dan came up with that one. That's a good one, man. <laughs> He came up with it and I ran with it. So keep running. I love it. That's okay. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's so true. It, it, I'm very proud that that's kind of our show slogan because, uh, you know, uh, even this conversation, which I think, you know, kind of leans more towards the frustrating side of things. Just, I think you always have to step back and remember why you got into it and what you get out of it and, and stick to that. So if it's, uh, you know, well, yeah, playing with yeah. what you got, then that's what you do. You I know. think that's you're, you're right because we spent almost two hours talking about collecting, and I don't know that it got ranty, but it's clear that we are each having a bit of frustrations with our, our respective yeah. lines. But we're here talking about it because we love it intensely. Yeah, this is the thing that keeps us mostly out of trouble. Well, we get into its own sort yeah. of patented brand of trouble. But it keeps us out of the bars. It keeps us. Mm-hmm. Out, uh, it keeps. It keeps us in line a little bit because we got to save money for the plastic smack, right? And, and you know, <laughs> this thing is so much fun. This hobby can be such a riot and and so yeah. fun to you know share pictures online and 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 engage with these collecting communities that you know twenty five years ago you were on your own. You collected yeah. with a pal or two. I I collected with Corey. But we didn't have this whole group of friends. Now you have thousands of people that you can talk to it at the click of a button. Well, and you know what? I would add to that by saying, or if it's get that's that side of it's getting too much step away, you know, and, and, and interact with the things that you have bought, you know, even if you're, if you're a carded collector or, you know, you're, you're loose or you don't touch the stuff or you're like me that I've always, my hands always smell like dirty, gross plastic. Um, you know, go back to what makes you feel good about doing it. And, uh, like I'm on, I'm on week five right now of, uh, of being off work because of, uh, well, sort of, of COVID I work in the auto industry and it's, it's related to a parts problem, but, um, I spent last week putting together uh, a new part of my diorama. And I mentioned at the start of the show, doing a little bit of painting and it's like, you know, the stuff, they're toys. Like we said, they're supposed to be fun. If they're not fun, find out why they're not fun, you know? Uh, at the end of the day, you should be you should be enjoying what you're doing. So that's that's what we call action figure therapy. When when 
when the world's getting you down, I come down into the Star Wars room and, uh, you know, light up all the shelves and sit cross-legged on the floor like when I was nine years old and and have some fun. So, Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to that. Carlos, where, uh, where can we find you? Give us your parting words and uh, let's, let's get out of here. Yeah, well, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at uh, C Music and at uh, The Funny Carlos. I don't know how long that one's sticking around, but uh, we're revamping the website and we're we're launching the uh, Patreon uh, starting in June. Um, but uh, there's going to be some content. I'm just uh, finalizing some pictures uh, and some stuff to to redo the website. So, yeah, uh, take you know take a look at that stuff. And uh, I actually started writing new music, so things Ooh. are. Things are happening up in here. Nice. Nice. Very cool. And uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at Tumbling Saber. You can also find me in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. So you are all invited to jump in there and come talk Star Wars, any angle of Star Wars that you want to discuss. We are thrilled to have you in there to discuss it with. Uh, but that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode about all about collecting, nothing but collecting. And we hope that you are enjoying your May the 4th, the holiest of days on this calendar. Uh, if you want to be part of the podcast in a bigger way, you can drop us an email at tumblingsaber at gmail.com. We'll bring it into an, a future episode of the podcast. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up, folks. Um, again, have a great day. Have Enjoy your May the 4th week and day. Enjoy the Bad Batch. We're going to talk about that next week. And until then, everybody, stay safe and may the Force be with you. Sitting here for hours looking at that child just getting wider like a mirror to myself struggle for the answers questions frighten me circles getting wider it's harder just to see